My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be more today. show, day number 12, Project 40 More. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And I I gotta just say, I am hype. I don't know where you are in the world, what you're doing today. Today, it is Friday out here in Brooklyn, New York. And the week is ending slowly. But I'm grateful that we got through it. Um, we had a heat wave here for a while, and it finally subsided to the point where we can actually go out there and enjoy the summer weather as is. So I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you for being a part of the more Today Show, for joining us for the 12 days of this challenge. You've been pushing for 12 days through various phases, uh, consciousness raising, dramatic relief, and we're just ended our self-evaluation segment and today we're talking about our health tip number three which is to build stronger bones and muscles before i get into that i gotta talk to you about our quote for the day which is simple as always there is no right time there's only time and what we choose to do with it said by benjamin Franklin, there is no right time. There is only time and what we choose to do with it. Now, the last 12 days have been great. We've been pushing through, talking about the trans-theoretical model of change, talking about pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and termination, how we apply that to various phases of this journey for Project 40 More. Consciousness raising was our first one. Dramatic relief was our second one. Self-reevaluation was our third, and we're talking today about our third health tip, which is to build stronger bones and muscles. One of the great things that we can do to be better physically is to be stronger. And the two things that help us to move are our bones and our muscles. The loss of bone density as you age is something that can be helped by daily aerobic physical activity. It uses your musculoskeletal system. A lower risk of hip fractures is but one health condition 
that research has traced to moderate intensity exercise on a daily basis. The whole point of this Project 40 More is that I want us to feel better. I want us to make sure our lives and our bodies are in a place where they can do more, where they can be more, right? And one way for us to do that is to get this moderate activity in on most days of the week. Now, the whole challenge has been pushing forward and you're putting in your, your activity hours on our run sign up or I'll be more today pages. So I appreciate that. Uh, you can hashtag that project 40 more or be more today or B- BMT project 40 more anything you want, but just continue to put your, your data in as you're going through. And today I want to highlight a couple of different ways that we can continue to build stronger muscles and bones. Now we know that Fitness is, is that one thing that helps, right? It, it, it helps to build um, the bones. Wolf's Law means that the amount of pressure that you put on a bone will grow the more that you put pressure on it. So, you know, there are babies out there and, and people out there who have never walked before. Uh, they have a neurological issue. They have a physical um, disability that does not allow them to put pressure on their legs. And even though they're growing, even though they're continuing to get older and their bodies are elongating and their growth plates are elongating, the amount of pressure put on those bones is not there. And that decreases their ability for bones to grow. Wolf's Law says that the amount of pressure you put on a bone helps that bone to grow. But if there's no pressure there, the bone cannot grow. It cannot expand. It cannot elongate. And there are people out there who don't have strong legs, who don't have long limbs because the amount of pressure put on their body was just not sufficient. That's a bigger message when it comes to life, right? Because if pressure is not applied to certain things, you're never going to grow. We're talking about the stages of change you've been going through, right? These consciousness raising, dramatic relief, self-evaluation. If there's no pressure applied to those things as you go through it, then you're not going to grow. You're not going to see improvements. You're not going to see change. You're not going to see progress. You're going to improve a little bit, right? Because that's the natural tendency. You're going to get a little better. But you're not going to really get better. And in my book, chapter number four, we talked about the law of accommodation. And it's an interesting concept because it talks about The law of accommodation is often considered a general law for biology, right? But it says the following. It says the response of a biological object to a given constant stimulus decreases over time. Thus, accommodation is the decrease in response of your body to a constant stimulus. In other words, if you expect the body to miraculously show improvements when you aren't challenging it with different stimuli, you will find yourself going in circles without results. Whether you believe in the creation story or the Big Bang Theory or whatever, right? Um, There's one truth. The body is an amazing machine that adapts and is strengthened in environments of increased stress. Now, I'm not talking about stress like your job or like COVID-19 or the war, those are stressful, yes. But I'm talking about stress on the body that makes the body improve and increase 
in terms of what it's doing. We often get caught up in the length of time it takes to see change, but some studies say it takes four to six weeks, roughly 28 to 42 days to see measurable results with adequate training for at least five days a week. Scientists believe that it takes 21 days to start a habit or stop a habit, right? Books about religion, like the Bible, the Quran, they share stories of people fasting for hours in order to strengthen themselves for future challenges, right? And Mahatma Gandhi, as we know, right? Longest fast during India's freedom movement was, you guessed it, 21 days in 1933. Even Jesus himself, according to Christian beliefs, was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights in preparation for his greatest earthly challenge. My point in saying this to you is that there's always going to be some debate about the time it takes for humans to adapt to new changes for new results. But I believe there's a special thing about this 28 to 42 day time frame, this four to six week time frame, right? Because it prepares the body physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And since the human body is so amazing, accommodating, we have to be intentional about how we build our foundation to get tasks done and build muscle strength. Now, if you lifted the same 20-pound weight for 40 days, you would not get any better at that. You'd master the activity. You'd master the, the, the motor skill. But to see actual strength, physical strength, that's not going to happen. It takes that time frame, right? It takes weeks to see muscle strength. It really takes, as they say, six to eight weeks to see moderate improvement. That's why for a lot of therapists, we see patients for about eight weeks, right? Six weeks, eight weeks. Sometimes it's four weeks, which I don't think is enough, right? I mean, sometimes you can get somebody better in 10 visits if it's something that's acute. But we're talking about issues that have been lasting for a long time. It can take about six to eight weeks to see moderate changes in someone's improvement. So when we talk about the law of accommodation, it's a serious thing. We have to do things to engage our body in various ways. And uh, here are a couple of different tips you can add to your life just to improve your body's ability to have stronger bones and muscles. Number one, eat lots of vegetables. Vegetables, as you know, are that thing. Consuming a high diet in vegetables has been shown to help create healthy bones during childhood and protect bone mass in young adults and older women. We need to consume more vegetables. That's one thing I've been trying to work on and my wife is great at incorporating those into our weekly routine, what we're eating. Especially now because there are so many things happening in terms of immune systems. We need to make sure we're getting our vegetables in every single day to increase increase bone density and to make ourselves feel better. So that's number one. Number two, perform strength training and weight-bearing exercises. As I said before, putting weight on those bones helps to increase the strength and the durability of those bones, right? Engaging in specific types of exercise can help you build and get those bones stronger. And one of the best types of exercise or activity for bone health is weight-bearing. High-impact exercises or even moderate-impact exercises to promote the formation of new bone. New bone will grow if you put pressure on it. Like I said earlier, if you don't, 
bone will not grow. It won't. There was a study in children, including those who had type 1 diabetes, that they found that the activity that they were doing increased the amount of bone created during the peak of bone growth. So for those who are going with or dealing with issues in terms of their uh, physical uh, um, their physical growth, diabetes, osteoporosis, right, all those things. There's a thin line between how much you can do clearly, but doing anything for those things does help to improve your bone density. Those who have osteoporosis, osteopenia, right, even breast cancer, those things can help. Performing weight-bearing exercise and resistance training, right, can help increase bone formation during bone growth and protect bone health in older adults, including those who have low bone density. So resistance training is real. You try to go out there and do um, movement is great. I love those who say, oh, I walk, I walk, I walk for three hours a day. Fantastic. That's putting pressure on those bones. It's good. We were talking about the law of accommodation. You doing the same walk every single day is not going to really help in terms of strength. It's not going to help in terms of your uh, progression of getting stronger. It's going to help for your maintenance. It's going to maintain what you have. But you need some moderate intensity or high intensity exercises. You need some resistance training in there to improve. You need some uh, 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 conflict. Because again, law of combination says your body gets used to things quickly. And you're doing the same thing over a six, eight week period is not going to always be beneficial unless you change that thing up, right? If you say, look, I'm going to walk on the track for a couple weeks and then I'm going to walk on some hills for a couple weeks and I'm going to go back to the track for a couple weeks, maybe with some resistance weights and I'm going to go back to the hills again, you know, trying to change that thing up because our body is so smart. It gets used to whatever you think it's trying to do. And before you know it, you've not become in a rut, but you've just gotten into a, a cycle where your body's like, yeah, 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 I got this. And then the workload has decreased because you've gotten so used to that as being your baseline that you're no longer doing work. You're just going through the motions. So try to make sure you're finding ways to continually challenge your system. Number three, consume enough protein. Getting enough protein is important for healthy bones. In fact, 50% of bone is made of protein. So we need to have protein in our systems, right? Um, it's imperative, especially for women, that we get our proteins in. There's so many things that are related to uh, um, our bone densities, our spine, right? And the amount of protein that we consume, that we need to be able to consume protein throughout the day. A low protein intake can lead to bone loss. While a high protein intake can help protect bone health during aging and weight loss. Some of us get so consumed about, oh, I gotta lose weight, I gotta lose weight. And we do a caloric uh, um, decrease. But in that, we also lose our nutrients. We lose the things we're supposed to be taking in. So let's be mindful as you do your exercises, as you're continuing to burn calories, as you're boosting your metabolism, that we're still putting in the fuel that we need. I'm not saying they go out there and eat meat. That's not what I'm saying. You can or you don't have to. That's your preference. But I'm saying get your proteins in, whether you're doing your beans or whether you're doing your, your meats or whether you're doing your protein bars or your protein shakes or whatever you're doing, 
get the protein in so you have enough fuel to feed the muscles and the bones that are now working extra hard on your behalf. All right. Number four, eat high calcium foods throughout the day. Now, calcium is not just good for immunity. It's good because that is the mainframe of our bones. It's the most important mineral for bone health. And it's the main mineral found in bones. So as we get older, our calcium intake decreases. I'm always telling my, my family, yo, do I have your vitamins today? Get your vitamins. Do you have your vitamins? Get your vitamins. Now, vitamins, there's debate about, you know, how efficient vitamin intake can be, how much it actually saves into your system. You know, you got to take vitamins for a while for it to be very effective. So if you're constantly intaking those vitamins, yes, then it's going to get in there. But if you're going to do it on a couple of days and then stop and then take some weeks off and then go back to it, you're not going to be able to have your body absorb the amount of calcium that we're really talking about. And it's something that a lot of us have to really see in terms of what we're getting in, right? A recent study showed that about 1,500 people found that although high calcium intake from foods decreased the risk of heart disease overall, those who took calcium supplements had a 22% greater risk of heart disease. So we need to be careful about how we're getting these things in because intaking calcium is good. It does increase our overall risk, but sometimes supplements aren't enough, right? We got to find ways to incorporate the calcium in our foods better than just taking supplements. I'm all about the vitamins and, you know, the, the proteins and whatever else. But finding ways to absorb it in our meals is just a better way for us to do things in general. So calcium is that main mineral again found in bones. It protects our health and spreading your calcium intake throughout the day is the best way to optimize absorption. So you taking it in the morning one time for your mind and being done, that's good. But having it in consistent meals throughout the day is even better, right? So let's find more ways to do that to increase our calcium intake on a regular basis throughout the day. Number five, get plenty of vitamin D and K. Vitamin D and K are extremely important for building strong bones. D plays a very strong role in bone health, including helping your body absorb calcium, right? Your body absorbs calcium with vitamin D. So when you're talking about your, your diets for the week, yeah, get your vitamin D in, get your vitamins, your, your calcium in at the same time. And most minerals will say, you know, calcium with vitamin D on there, vitamin D with calcium, you know, just to help the absorption uh, in your body. But again, when it comes to your meals, which are probably the most important and the best way to absorb those things, make sure you're inc- increasing your vitamin D things with your vitamin with your calciums and, and using those things to, to make yourself feel better. Vitamin D deficiency is actually very common, right? It's actually one of the things that we see when it comes to bone loss that people have a low level of vitamin D. So we got to find ways to make sure we can get vitamin D in and vitamin K which supports bone health uh, by modifying um, calcifications in the body and it modifies other issues that happen that affect the liver. Um, So you're going to find vitamin Ks um, in eggs and meats and cheeses and those kind of things, soybeans, right? So if you're not into the eating of meat, 
clearly you can have soybeans and sauerkraut and those kind of things. Those are in there. Um, and we just got to make sure that we find ways to incorporate these things into our regular routine. Because getting adequate amounts of vitamin K and D from food or supplements can help to protect bone health. All right. Number six, avoid very low calorie diets. Now, I know we're doing this Project 40 challenge. I know that we're out here trying to do intermittent fasting. I know that we're doing all these different things. But no one said not to eat. You got to eat. You got to put gas in your car. You got to eat. Dropping calories too low is never a good idea. Right? In addition to slowing down your metabolism, creating rebound hunger causes muscle mass loss. It can also be harmful to bone health. Now, there were times when I would say, you know what? I'm going to go out there intermittently fast. I'm going to do 16 and 8. I may even do more than that. And I recognize even I was training, 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 putting a lot of work in and and resisting my body from engaging, eating before 12 o'clock, whatever time. And I felt good. I, I actually felt my body absorbing the, the fat storages when I got hungry and resisting the pain urges when I got hungry. But then I got so emotionally attached to how that felt, I resist myself from actually intaking my natural caloric intake. And yes, I lost weight. Yes, I, 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 I decreased my, um, my, my spots that I wanted to decrease in. But I also found that I was losing muscle mass. And that's not the point of this, right? You want to be able to maintain your muscle mass while you're going through these things. So make sure you still get your, your regular caloric intake, right? To build and maintain strong bones, follow a well-balanced diet that provides at least 1,200 calories per day. Now, if you're burning 2,000 calories a day and you're only consuming 800 calories, that's not going to be enough calories. For the day, for your body just to maintain the natural nutrients it needs. 1,200 calories, some even say 1,500 calories is what you should be consuming throughout the day just so you can make the organs work and make your heart work and make the other things that need nutrients to, to, to balance itself. Now, you can go out there and you can burn the excess calories, right? But you still got to make sure that you don't have a low calorie intake. Diets providing two few calories have been found to reduce bone density even when combined with resistant exercise consume a balanced diet with at least 1200 calories daily to preserve bone health so yes i'm saying go out there and eat you gotta eat don't go crazy but get your regular baseline in number seven consider taking collagen supplements now collagen supplements not a lot of research on this and i'm not the biggest fan of this, but it has been suggested that collagen is the main protein found in bones, right? It contains amino acids, uh, glycine, proline, uh, lysine, and these help to build bone muscles, ligaments, joints, and tissues. Um, there have been a number of collagen pills that you may see on, on, on counters and whatnot, and there are a couple of studies that, that found that postmenopausal women with osteoporosis or a combination of collagen and the hormone calcitonin led to significant reductions in collagen breakdown. So emerging evidence suggests that supplementing with collagen may help to preserve bone health by reducing collagen breakdown as well. Um, that's newer research. Um, you can you can 
take that with a grain of salt. Um, but it is one of the, the tips that they are sharing in terms of looking at collagen, helping to reduce bone, bone reduction. Number eight, maintain a stable, healthy weight. Now, in addition to eating a nutritious diet, maintaining a healthy weight can help support bone health. For example, being overweight increases the risk of osteopenia, osteoporosis, right? This is especially uh, noticeable in postmenopausal women as well, who've lost that bone protective effects of estrogen, right? Estrogen helps to protect the bone. And as we get older, that decreases. So our bones become more susceptible to injuries, to laxity, to breakdown. In fact, low body weight is the main factor contributing to reduce bone density and bone loss in various age groups. On the other hand, studies show that being obese can also impair bone quality and increase the risk of fractures due to the stress of excessive weight. So while weight loss typically results in some bone loss, it usually is less pronounced in obese people because uh, um, individuals have normal weights can 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 kind of get a buy but those who have obesity can kind of get through without the um the factors being so prevalent but they're going to see things like stress fractures and and other things overall repeatedly losing and regaining weight is not the best for our bodies right it's it's stress but it's not good stress our bodies and our bones are not going to be able to receive what's good and what's bad, right? You're putting pressure on it, you're putting stress on it, and then the the bones are responding to that. But then when the weight is not there anymore, the bones are looking for another thing that's going to be uh, uh, happening for the body when the weights are less. And it's just fluctuating back and forth. So just like in life, consistency is key. Consistency is the best thing for us to do. And maintaining a stable, normal or even slightly higher than normal weight is the best bet. Being too thin or too heavy can negatively affect bone health. And keeping that stable ground, rather than repeatedly losing and regaining, can help to preserve your bone density. Number nine, include high foods in magnesium and in zinc. Now, calcium is the only mineral that is important for bone health, right? We had talked about magnesium, um, because it plays a key role in converting vitamin D into an active form of calcium absorption, right? And we talk about zinc, which is great for immunity, but also helps uh, to make up the mineral protection for your bones as well. So these two things are supplements clearly, but they can also be found in beef and shrimp, spinach, flax seeds, oysters, pumpkin seeds. So whatever your diet is, based on that, you can also add zinc and um, magnesium to your to your diet and and hope that that will help to increase achieving the peak bone mass during again childhood and maintaining bone density as we get older number 10 consuming high foods and omega-3 fats now we talked about this in various components and you probably heard people talk about your omega-3s right because um, they're very well known for anti-inflammatory effects They've also been shown to help protect against bone loss during um, various ages, right? We talk about getting older. It helps to prevent bone loss, to protect bone loss as we get older. But they're also good for making sure that we can balance our diet. And one thing that we can do in terms of omega-3s is 
using our plants, right? Our chia seeds, our flax seeds, our walnuts, and getting those things because those acids have been found to promote the formation of new bone and again, protect bone loss as we get older. Bottom line is this, bone health and muscles are important at all stages. We know that for muscles, we need our water. Get the water in, get the water in. Muscles are primarily fed with hydration. So the more water you get in, in addition to the bone health tips we just shared, those things will help us to be better and to have stronger bones and stronger muscles in the long run. Uh, I shared these things with you today because, again, there's no right time to do these things. There's only time and what we choose to do with it. So your choice right now is to take this advice, apply it to your life, make some changes. You're not going to do all these things at the same time. There's no way. But you can start to do some of these things in your life, right? You can start to do some of the activities, right? Some of the workouts you've already started doing, right? The six to eight weeks of moderate activity. We're in that phase right now, right? You're on day number 12 of getting that thing done. So that's fantastic. But the other consumptions, right? The vitamins, the minerals, the omegas that you're going to be adding to your lives, the diet changes, right? Maybe you're going to start having more walnuts, more soybeans. Maybe you're going to continue to get your water intake. Whatever the case may be, it's those things that we should be focusing on now during this during this challenge so that as we lay down the foundation for our next phases, we can continue to see improvements. That's my charge for you today, folks. A lot of information today on building stronger bones and muscles. But I do think that it is imperative for us to take our health seriously and to recognize as we do get older and as our kids and our children around us are growing, if we give them the tools that they need now to live a healthier life, then they will be great in the long run. And they won't have to deal with some of the issues that we are seeing as people, you know, as we get older now. So that's my charge for you today. And you are concluding our third section of 10 for Project 40 More. So I thank you so much. Join us tomorrow as we begin our fourth segment called Environmental Reevaluation, Social Reappraisal to Realize How Our Unhealthy Behavior Affects Others. How it affects others. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Because this whole health thing is is a real thing. And there's a, there's a science behind why people like working out in groups or like doing group activities or like being in environments that have a certain thing. I mean, my job as, as a PT is literally to make an environment where people walk in, they want to get things done. And environmental reevaluation is going to be our next topic, looking at how we can assess our social reappraisal to see how our unhealthy behaviors can affect people around us. And if we can do that, if we can change that, I do believe that if I change my life for the better, I may be able to affect my brother, my sister, my cousin, my daughter, my wife, people around me to also say, you know what? Let me change my behavior too. So I look forward to that tomorrow and I hope you join us for that tomorrow. Our next challenge on the docket, you've done your squats, you've done your push-ups, you've done your plank jacks for the next four days starting tomorrow. Because today is the last day of plank jacks. Starting tomorrow, we're going to incorporate mountain climbers. Again, mountain climbers are going to be you on that ground still in that same plank jack position. 
and trying to drive those needs forward. Mountain climbers, I need 40 of those. One and one is one, as in one leg up and the other leg up towards your chest and back. That counts as one. That's one set. We're doing 40 of those. So if you want to be gangster, if you want to be more, squats, push-ups, plank jacks, mountain climbers. That's our new four-day challenge starting tomorrow for uh, 8.13. And I hope that you do this thing. I mean, I see people on socials getting this thing done, so I'm very, very appreciative. Again, if it's just too much, and just do the mountain climbers by itself, but I know you can do more. So let's get it. As I always say, folks, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps greatest to be the best version of you. I'll see you tomorrow for day number 13 of Be More Today, Project 40. More. Peace. I'm gonna be a better version of journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? Most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action, just be better, just be more. Be more today. You